Now, pressure has been mounting on Japan's government to legalize same-sex unions after a court ruled earlier this year a ban on them was unconstitutional. The world's third biggest economy, the only G7 country not to fully recognize same-sex couples. Here's our Tokyo correspondent, Shaima Khalil. Perfecting their pirouettes. In a country where LGBTQ rights are still not fully recognized, this is not your average Japanese couple. It was in a ballet class that Keitaro and Hideki met more than a year ago. They've been inseparable since then. Keitaro came out in his late teens. But Hideki still hides his sexuality from his family. He says he doesn't want to shock his 90-year-old mother. Despite that, he was happy for us to film him with his partner. I think that discrimination is still very strong in Japan, as is the environment in which I am surrounded. When you're walking around the city, it would be nice to see more same-sex couples. Well, I wish that more people would not have to live a double life. I think if there's recognition, it's, it's, it'll be easier. There'll, there'll be um, less judgments, uh, prejudice. Um, so people, I think people will feel safe to, to come out and be themselves. Parliament has recently enacted a law to promote understanding of sexual minorities, despite fierce pushback from conservative lawmakers within the ruling party. It sparked a debate on local media, and the wording angered many activists who say that the legislation could be used against the LGBTQ community. What we are concerned the most is the article number 12, which states that the, when the government and the local government schools and the companies implement necessary measures to expand understanding, they need to take into consideration of people's peace of mind, all people's peace of mind. This sentence, this article, implies that LGBTQ people are someone who make majority or like who make other people really feel scared. One of the things I hear a lot from same-sex couples here is that they feel invisible in the eyes of society and those in power. And that translates not just in the legislation or lack thereof, but in their daily lives. For example, many of them can't get a joint mortgage to buy a house together. And if one partner dies, the other has no legal right to any inheritance. They're simply not seen as a family. Aki and Hikari are new mothers. But only one of them, Aki, who gave birth, has custody of their child. They feel uncomfortable showing their identity or using the real names. Despite the support around them, many still don't know about the relationship. I don't feel we're protected as a couple. When I gave birth, I wrote a will to appoint my partner as the legal guardian of our son in case I die doing labor. And even that didn't guarantee her custody. It was parenthood that encouraged them to come out to their families and to think about marriage. They wanted their son to be able to explain his mother's relationship, they tell me. The couple are now legally married in Canada, but not in their home country. I'm wondering why you chose to live in a country where your union is not recognized. Partly because my family are in Japan. Also, if we live overseas, we would become minorities there corners. Here, we are supported by many people. We need to show that we exist. 
Aki and Hikari are hopeful that one day they'll be legally married in Japan. For now, their wish is for their son to live in a society that accepts his family without prejudice. Shaima Khalil, BBC News, Tokyo.